The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. What's up, everyone? Welcome back. Um, this is our second episode of KL Random Musing. Yes, we now have given ourselves a name. Our podcast <laughs> called KL Random Musings. Check us out on iTunes and all the other <laughs> podcast players. <laughs> all right, so I'm I'm in. This is Rizwan and this is Irfan. All right. So why KL Random Musings? Because we are from KL, and um, what we want to do is we're gonna capture some of our conversations that we have with each other, and um, we want to share with all of you. And hopefully, you know, you guys can comment and give us some of your feedback, and maybe we can start a discussion somewhere. Cool. So everybody who's doing something will always have a story behind it, and I think that's that's always a very interesting thing. So Wawan, what's your story, man? Like, why why do you do what you do? Why do I do what I do? Okay, so that is a big question. Um, about the past two years has been about this book that I've been working on. Um, it's called Paper Plane Boy. It's a children's book. Basically, you know, I'm taking a lot of influence from Southeast Asian you know, culture and history and a lot of, you know, Western type of storytelling and mixing it together to tell one complete story. Lah. So when it comes to this book, right, there is that big question, what kept me going? Because the book started about three or four years ago, actually, honestly, when the idea first came about and I wrote close to like just you know 15 page or something and it was meant to be a very very short story um but it just kept expanding and expanding and part of the reason was because the feedback that i, I got from people as well that they said you know, the concept you've introduced is a little too big for it to be a short story mm. you know because there are worlds there are there's one too many characters that's happening there to them they feel almost cheated as a reader or, or as an audience oh if you just stop there if i just stop there right <laughs> so so i had to i had to carry on although i didn't want to at one point i was mm. just like come on can't you guys just like the book for what it is already <laughs> uh, but you know people didn't like it and these were people who are actual like fans of fiction and stuff although they said they liked the concept but it still wasn't a complete story so coming to that there was that big question mark to me as well do i want people to just you know um kind of accept the flaws for what the book is and just say like mm-hmm. look i'm done with this or do i have to just keep pushing for it and tell myself like look i'm a storyteller myself and in terms of what it means that you know, i love stories you know, and I will always feel cheated as well when I feel like, man, like this guy didn't you know put in the work or whatever to the story, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it took you like four years, right? But of course, you didn't do it full time. You did no, part time, right? No, part time. Yeah. But what what got you going? Like for some people, um, mm-hmm. they do a little bit, and then after that, they just give up. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty impressive the fact that you've kind of stuck with it. Uh, what kept me going there's a lot of reasons honestly a Mm. lot of reasons right and I think one of it was definitely because I felt very responsible of the story and the characters and I just also knew that somehow that this book was you know um, it was just kind of like a gift to me you know um, from the big guy or whatever I don't know that sounds you know a bit too too out there or too whatever right <laughs> but it, it is what it is you know how I feel about the project and 
It's just And the other bit I also think Because it's something That I've not seen out there And I want to see out there Right mm, okay. Yeah. So you're filling in a gap Yes. Mm-hmm. You're, yes You're scratching your own itch Like this is yes. a story That you want to read But it's not out there So you wanna So you make it You make it Exactly Exactly Yeah So there's all these influences I feel that comes from Both an eastern and western Influence You know How the story is told The kind of world that it's in Um and all that really plays into why I'm still pushing for the book uh, even after you know four years or whatever because again it's not out there and I just feel like it's important for us to it's do. it's a voice that you feel should be out there and be heard right that's right yeah mm-hmm. cool that's like a yeah. higher purpose yeah yeah I suppose so yeah right yeah so that's my story what about you I mean like, you know you run quite a few interesting things over the years yourself um, from your business at the Pajabat and you know you ran a tuition center and you run a lot of things like you know even NGO work cafugees and the likes yeah, yeah it's very different from what uh, people um, out of university would normally do yeah I don't know man um, I guess it's probably something that I grew up with I grew up with a family of educators I've always had that passion to develop people and develop myself. So they are definitely, you know, my family is definitely a big influence in that. Lah. And so when I looked around, um, I, you know, got involved with, with the community, um, set up mm. uh, a, a youth group uh, feeding the homeless and, you know, uh, refugees and things like that. And even my line of business, when it's, um, you know, tuition, you know, education itself, straightforward. Right. Um, and then later on, I pivoted into uh, providing a, a, a space for for small businesses to develop their businesses. Right. So it's the the, the passion is definitely that. Um, and yeah, I think I really enjoy seeing people come together and develop something great, lah. And which is kind of one of the one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast. Ah. So you you kind of like the idea of always being in service of others, lah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and also I think like I th- I think a lot of like people have a lot of hidden talent. People with the right chemistry come together. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of awesome things that could happen, and so that's true. That's definitely something that I've seen over the years, and I, I and I think that is very true throughout. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you've mentioned that actually when the right kind of chemistry that comes through, right? Because some people on their own they don't even know that they can do something until suddenly you put them in a team environment and they're forced to kind of mm-hmm. you know do stuff and suddenly it's like wait a minute right? I didn't even know that I could do that right yeah. So, yeah. so yeah you kind of still need to go out I suppose and you know um, find what it is that you're good at in, mm-hmm. with the drive or passion yeah, or, yeah. exactly what about you Irfan what's your story so um, different from both of you, I I don't really have a drive or passion right now. <laughs> so like, That's what you, um, say. <laughs> well, you know, other people view it differently, bro. So so like for me, I've had drive or passion. Who you would say in um, before university? So I had like for example SPM at that time. Like I I knew I had to do well. Because I was looking to get a scholarship And the only way you could get a scholarship Was to um, get good results So that was one of the things that pushed me And drove me to study hard and whatnot But after that, uh, besides school I didn't really have a drive Why would I want to have good results in university? Yeah, that's a good because, question mm. Because at, in my logic Whatever I do, I already, I'm already graduating so my results 
to me at least it's wouldn't not important, it's not important you know right. but so it wasn't that I couldn't I, I'm too it just stupid. didn't click to you yeah it didn't click to me so I, I didn't have the the reason to study hard as much as it would have for me to get a really amazing right. result so I so like even right now I don't really have a drive so I'm I'm kind of still in that searching mode searching for my drive and my passion so from talking to friends and asking from their opinions so this really helped me one of my friends told me like oh yeah I find um, you compared to other people the one thing that you have different is that you're an engineer which can speak so I was like ah I never thought of that you know mm. so like when when you don't have a drive or passion maybe you could uh, ask your friends and also mm. and also ask the people around you who deal with you because you're looking only through your eyes right mm. so some people looking through other lenses would see oh actually you're good at this you don't even realize it you know mm-hmm. so you know we're talking about passion and drive and things like that it's always these fancy terms and I think uh, people get a lot of pressure if you know oh what's your passion what's your purpose (laughs) 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 but then it's very normal for somebody to uh, I don't have one right yeah and I think those words are not accurate right Mm -hmm. because I think what's what's more important is um, I don't know if you guys agree with this but it's to lead a beneficial life right yes yes. Um, Mm. you know to be purposeful you don't necessarily have to have a purpose, you know, like a higher mm-hmm. purpose or whatever. But it's just to be purposeful, like right. not yeah. like what right, you've right. said, like you yeah. know, don't don't waste time. No waste right? time. Yeah. 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 So say for example, I see you, you know, you're fine, like you know, in between looking for jobs and waiting for all that, like you know, I see you learning new skills, electronic skills, and I see you, you know, like learning Arabic. So just doing things and be of benefit to to others. Um, when I was in uni, there was a big drive for me to get my law degree. Uh, mm-hmm. Part of the reason was also because that a lot of people thought I was gonna fail. Like you know, everybody <laughs> thought of me that you know that there's no way he's gonna make it, right? Like this kid mm-hmm. keep jumping from one thing to another. That you know it was a big mistake that he even picked law in the first place. Whatever it was, I kept going at it because I was like, look, I'm already here in this degree, and I said mm-hmm. I was gonna graduate for law degree. Although I yeah. wasn't planning to practice it, but I just wanted a law degree. That was my big motivation, right? Mm-hmm. But after getting it. I think you know I got quite comfortable or I thought that uh-huh. like oh, yeah okay you, now that you know we're like I've made this impossible thing therefore the next mm. step should be easy and that was a big mistake because you know there's mm. never an easy um, step to the next big thing la, which yeah. hence why I'm still not done with my book <laughs> I really said I think yeah now I'm slowly getting back into that drive yeah. of like yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same thing, right? That, that that all odds are against me, and yeah. suddenly that fire burns in you. Of like, mm-hmm. like when you feel like it's a challenge, suddenly yeah. you're just like, whoa! Like, and I'm gonna see this through. Um, so on that point, right? I think that's so true. Like having having certain pressure points is so important. Like even for me, you know, when revenue's down, I find myself working a lot harder than when revenue is up. <laughs> and so what I've discovered, you know, over the years is that having a Process sometimes is far more important than having goals, and I think we talked about that, you know, in the last um, in the last podcast as well, um, where there is such things as I don't know, like a goal fatigue, you know. Mm. So I set a I set a certain goal, and then I get it, and after that I I find myself putting my foot off the the pedal, mm. and then after that you know I'll be like oh you know happy proud of myself yeah and I've already I'll, done it right I've already done yeah. it right? I, I deserve it. a break yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so what I've learned is that lah you know like um, create good processes and not focus so much on the goals 
because goals will be accomplished and you're done but wow. processes is ongoing and before you know it you know you are setting yourself up for greater things yeah that's true that mm. is very true and I think processes could also be a way to um, I mean for me personally it's one thing to, to sort of keep me sane um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, what I mean by that as well is that you know boredom can really really kill you uh, you can get depressed and all that when oh you have nothing man. to do. Yeah, exactly, right? It's like you, <laughs> you guys said know. it, brother. Yeah, yeah. The, the worst <laughs> thing you can be doing is to actually be doing nothing, nothing right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So processes, you know, instead of worrying about the results, you keep worrying about what it is you're doing. Yeah. And like you said, before you know it, um, mm. you be will be done with something. But then also don't you know dwell into your losses or your victory for too long, like, I guess. Mm. Then yeah. the next thing is like, okay, how do I continue doing the work? Because it's really in the work that you will find the joy, lah. Yeah. So with with the end goal in mind, focus on what's currently at hand. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and don't be bored. I mean, that's the worst thing you can be in life, man. Seriously, yeah. just don't don't be bored because when you're bored, you're a boring person. That's just how. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, you need to do stuff to be interesting. Exactly, yeah. exactly, right. And a lot of people don't get that, right? They're like, oh, I have no interest anyway. Then do anything. It doesn't matter. Just like yeah. just start yeah. with something, right? If yeah. Your friends are doing something. Oh, I don't think you know I'm comfortable. I'm like, then stop complaining that you're bored. You know, yeah. if you kind of come out with an excuse for everything, right? Yeah. So. Um, so I find myself you know filling my own schedule and I think you too uh, Wawan yeah. that you fill it in with with um, things lah you know like you you playing the guitar you know I'm learning Arabic as well and I'm learning other things so you know we, we, we just do we have to do something we can't stand yeah, still you, you can't have a time where you can overthink stuff like never give yourself that window of suddenly mm-hmm. like oh I could feel bad like you know, you know whatever you know that that, that yeah <laughs> that's or, like, or, or like what you said the other day um, if you have time to complain you have time to do something right that's right that's right that's right that's right never complain that's and good, that's, that's a dangerous thing as solo preneurs because when you start complaining it you will not stop man <laughs> like you, then you get there's always something wrong there's always something wrong yeah all right guys so with that that's it for this second episode um do check us out on itunes and all the other podcast players we are also on soundcloud can you subscribe and I think you can subscribe. Yeah, subscribe to as well. We can say that now. We can say that. <laughs> subscribe to us, guys. All right. Till the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.